I'm Jane Messinio Lindquist. And this is a Puppy Culture Potluck Podcast. You bring the topics, we bring the conversation. Today's question comes in through the Puppy Course, or with Open Arms Puppy Course discussion group on Facebook. And here's the question. Does anyone have experience with a pup obsessed with chasing the older dog? Labrador, puppy, adult, German Shepherd. The German Shepherd runs away from him and has turned and barked slash snarled at him, but he won't leave her alone when he sees her. Suggestions? He's an eight-week-old, 20-pound Labrador. It's me, my husband, and 13-year-old son, but I'm mostly responsible for the puppy since my husband works from home. I physically cannot run. Okay. So let me just take the easiest part of this, which is, does anyone have experience with a pup obsessed with chasing the older dog? And yes, every moment of every hour of every day that I have a puppy. Yes, this is their stock and trade. This is what they do. They harass the adult dogs. So, okay, now let's back up and deconstruct this a little bit. Because on a surface level, she is asking, like, what do I do about this? How do I manage this or or fix it or stop it? But on a deeper level, and so often is the case when people write in with with questions about specific puppies or dogs, she's she's like, is this puppy normal? (laughs) And like I said, yeah, I mean, it's normal. I'm not saying that it guarantees that your puppy's not going to have any behavior problems when they grow up, but this in and of itself is just, that's what puppies do. Okay. So let me put your, your mind to rest on that portion. Now, regarding what you should do about it, there's a couple things and I didn't do follow-up questions, but let me just say in a situation like this, number one, As we say in puppy culture, the adult dog always has to have a way to get away from the puppy. So if they are indoors together, which if the puppy's relentless, I really don't recommend this, but if they are indoors together, the adult has to have access to higher surfaces that the puppy can't get on and harass them. So at eight weeks, my adults can get on a couch and get away from the puppy. So that's how we manage that. My suggestion, if it's really relentless and the adult dog seems to be upset, which this dog is already telling you they don't like it because they're growling and snapping, I would limit any interaction to really big spaces where the adult dog does truly have an option to run away like a big backyard. So that's my number one thing is you you, you want to set this up for success in the sense of giving the adult dog, the option to not confront the puppy, but yet get away from the puppy. Now, what's interesting about this question is that we get a lot of questions about adult and puppy interactions, okay? And introductions. People want to know a lot about introductions between adult dogs and puppy dogs. And the reason why I didn't 
address it in the puppy course is because you, you can't answer that question in a vacuum. You can't answer that question except in terms of who is the adult dog and who is the puppy. Is the adult dog a shaper or a corrector? Is the adult dog invested in the puppy? Is the adult dog good with other dogs in general? I mean, you know, it, it's, it, there's not some magic that you're going to do if you have an adult dog that's just not tolerant of, of other dogs and you're going to introduce a puppy and it's going to be okay. But that's a bigger, different topic. I'm going to drill down a little bit here, okay? As I said, her dog has already told her, in un, no uncertain terms, this is bothering me. Okay, so a very wise breeder once told me, you have to protect the interests of each of the dogs in your household. Because if you protect their interests and they perceive that you do, they will be less likely to take the law into their own hands and squabble it out amongst themselves. So, Absolutely, number one, when I see an adult dog snarking, growling, snapping at a puppy, game over, puppy goes away, we start back from square zero. I know I'm not, you know, not everyone agrees. Some people think the puppy needs to, quote, learn a lesson, unquote. But to me, no, never. It's it's just not. It's information. And I'm going to let that adult know, know that I have their back, okay? I'm not going to let this go on. You don't have to correct that puppy. I'm going to take it away. Now, depending on who your adult dog is, here's some tips. I have found that most of my adult dogs will, if I give them a rope toy or a tug toy, they will try and engage that puppy and redirect that puppy. So if they have a way of interacting with the puppy and redirecting the puppy into play, just like we're saying that as humans we should do it, my adults normally will try that first. They will try. But not every dog is like that, okay? And, and I have noticed that males tend to be more invested in shaping puppies down than females. I mean, the bitches, for whatever reasons, you know, they're very self-interested. And the males, they kind of almost, you know, get it that their job in the pack is to, you know, sire the puppies, and then they're off duty until it's time to play with the puppies and teach them, you know, teach them how to throw a baseball, so to speak. So that's what I've noticed. But, you know, it's worth a try, even if you have a bitch give her a toy, uh, like a rope toy or a tug toy, see if she'll play with the puppy, if she'll try and redirect the puppy and see if the puppy will accept that. Now, again, I can't, you know, I'm assuming that this is not a resource guarding adult, right? If you have an adult that resource guards toys, then that's not good. If you know, if you give the, if you don't know, you're not sure, and you give the bitch a toy, and then she snarks at the puppy and guards the toy. Well, then, you know, that wasn't a good idea. You pick the puppy up, you, you bring the puppy in, and you don't try that anymore. But I'm just putting it out there as that's something on the menu that you can try is to try and help and give the adult dog tools that if they are a shaper and they are invested in trying to help you with this puppy, that they can do it and, and not just be chased relentlessly. I'm also going to mention, because it's a very interesting thing here, um, breed dynamics. German Shepherds, 
are fascinating. I've seen a lot of video of German Shepherd mothers with their puppies. And, you know, when a dog gives another dog a communication, putting it out there is half of it. How the other dog receives it is the other half. And both of those things are genetically determined to some extent by the breed. So the interactions between German Shepherd dams and their puppies, it's like this delicate dance where I've the German Shepherd will just like turn and look at the puppy and the puppy's like, oh yes, ma'am. Oh, I, I you know, message red, I'll, I'll freeze. I won't, I mean, little puppies. It's amazing like how they work together, which, you know, makes sense given their job, which is tending and herding, that they would sort of have a lot of that balance and communication, just physically understanding each other's space and respecting each other's space and communicating with each other. In this case, the Labrador just may be, ah, you want to play. You know, I mean, I know my dogs are like that. Like if an adult ever snarks or growls or, you know, pounces on them, they're like, game on, you want to play, okay. You know, so it's, it's an interesting thing. But I think in this case, we're just going to take it that the puppy's not reading <laughs> the message correctly. So we're going to, we're going to, if the, if, the adult dog is snarking at all. We're going to remove that puppy. Okay, so now we're starting them from ground zero. You got the puppy, you got the adult. The only time that puppy should be with that adult is when you have them both under operant control. So when you go out there, now I know this woman says she has limited mobility. I, I assume she could call the German shepherd to her, put that dog in the house, then pick up the puppy and put the puppy away. If things start getting out of control, this can't go on. Okay. It, it has to be, the puppy has to be managed. Every interaction that that puppy and that adult have has to be a positive one. And if it comes down to the only time they really can be together is when they're on a leash walk together, or when you and your husband are both in the yard together and you know, you, your, maybe your husband can control or even your 13-year-old son can control the puppy and you have the adult dog, then that's what it's got to be. So let me just back up for a second and explain what it looks like for the puppy and the adult dog to be under your operant control. It may be that they have to be on leash and walked, you know, 10 feet apart for it to work at first and then only gradually come closer um, it may be that they can be off leash, but you can have treats and probably the adult dog is going to not approach the puppy. So it's more a question of the person who has the puppy working on healing, clicking and treating with that puppy. Whatever it is, the, the puppy has to be under control so it can't chase the adult dog. And I know that it seems like this is a crazy amount of management. And in your mind, you're like, this is not what I signed up for. Okay. I signed up for, I'm getting a puppy. I have an adult dog. They're going to go out in the backyard and keep each other company. But I'm just telling you, do your future self a favor. Okay. Because if you let this go on, the older dog is going to reach a point where he feels he has no option but to deliver a harsh correction, which is going to damage the relationship between those two and potentially 
condemn you to a life of crate and rotate, which, trust me, is not where you want to be. So while it seems like a lot of work right now, I mean, you're saving yourself a lifetime of misery with these two, potentially. Now, sometimes people just let dogs work things out, and sometimes it's okay, sometimes it's not. I will just bring up again my oft-quoted study that, it's not my study, but the study that I quote oft, (laughs) that puppies who were either frightened by an adult dog or a human being in the first year of life were statistically much more likely to grow up to be dog and human aggressive. So it's your choice, but to me, whatever it takes to manage this situation right now is what you have to do. It's a gift to your future self and happiness. Now it's beyond the scope of this little segment to sort of fast forward through (laughs) the next year of your life with these two. But I'm just going to say this so you have an idea where this ends up. What we hope and what I have found in my experience is if the adult dog can feel safe and protected from being harassed by the puppy, the adult dog is going to actually volunteer a little more to interact with the puppy. And it's just sort of a very delicate balance that tips until the puppy has the maturity not just to be such a butthead and chew on the adult and harass the adult and chase the adult. And the adult has enough interest to want to jump in and and try and help the puppy. It's sort of like a cultural thing in your household. and, And this is where I can't really tell you who your adult dog is. But my adult dogs, when we have puppies especially adolescent puppies that can just be really out of control and jumping on their heads, they will ask to go out with those puppies. They will ask, but they know that I'm going to watch them. And when that puppy gets out of control, they're going to ask to come back in and they can count on me to be there to let them back in. So they're willing to jump in and just sort of modulate them themselves. They're, and and then they're shaping that puppy down. They're They're teaching the puppy, oh, if I'm civilized, I get to be with the other dogs. And if I'm a savage, the the fun house is closed. The adult goes away. And you know, they do learn. But there's just no, uh, I would say, shortcut or easy, easy way out of management a lot in the first few months that you have these two dogs together. If you enjoyed this podcast, you'll love our puppy course at madcapuniversity.com. If you're looking for help with training your dog, pick up a copy of my book, When Pigs Fly, Training Success with Impossible Dogs. The secret is, it's the best way to train any dog. Available at puppyculture.com. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.